Trunk falls on it. That will be it. They've defended their title. They are still the champions and the first in a united competition since 3,500 screaming fans, our Roosters took on the Raiders in what was known as a grand final rematch. In a seesawing match which saw both teams score tries one after the other in weather more suited to the Canberra Raiders and led from the front by Papali, the Raiders snuck away with a nail-biter 24-20. The Raiders still smarting from last year's grand final defeat well, they look like they may have had a little bit more to play for. It's 1-0 in season 2020, but we know the big games are further down the road. You're on Roosters Radio with Silky and off the bench for the first time this year, the one and only Andrew Shooter Maguire. Shooter, welcome. Silky, it's great to be back, mate. Look, as uh, I know that it's been tough with the uh, COVID situation this year, but the last thing that I was told by you and Bushy was that uh, I had the full support of Radio Hub and that can be a death knell sometimes. I've seen some coaches in the NRL at the moment uh, getting told the same thing and they're dropping like flies. Well, it looks like you've been in the bubble as well. It's been <laughs> in a food bubble. Mate, uh, we you've been just, in a good paddock. Mate, we were just talking about that earlier, mate. We certainly have and uh, I think it's time to get back on the training paddock ourselves, mate. But it's really good to be back. Good to see us. Let's hop straight into it. Thursday night, I was, I was lucky enough to be out at the game uh, and as I said there in the intro, it was cold, it was wet, it was a, it was a miserable night. Handling errors on both sides, a few a few errors. It's fair to say, uh, defensively as well from our, from our boys. As a fan of the game, I'm not sure what it looked like on TV, but it was just hard to. It was really hard to get excited, if that makes sense. It was it was a pretty dour game. I mean, look from a scoreboard point of view, uh, one team had scored than the other, and I have to say we scored some great tries, particularly Brett Morris. Uh, some great passing from the likes of Morris, Josh Morris, that is, and our halfback Kyle Flanagan. So we scored some interesting tries even up until we had that call against us for the forward pass for Matty Cavallo right at the end, which probably would have won us the game. But as a spectacle, it was just hard to get involved from the, being there live. I think you're right. You're 100% right. And I think it, a lot of it was to do with the, the build-up. Like the build-up all through on Fox and everything like that. Matt Nabel was on there all through for the last fortnight before building up that game, that particular game, So as the grand final rematch. So it was such a good game, the grand final. It was so exciting. It was a big night. But, you know, when you can't fill a ground to your capacity because of COVID... Yep. And you've only got 3,000 people there. It was a wet night. Look, the game wasn't too bad. I think that Canberra played as w- as good as they could probably play under the circumstance. We, we both had players missing from last year's grand final squad. I think Canberra played as good as they could play, but we were nowhere near our best. So I can take that out of it as we were nowhere near our best. We could have played a lot better. I thought we were uncharacteristically lazy. Times, look, Jake Friend is usually rock solid in the middle. You know, a couple of really uncharacteristic errors. He got stripped twice. I think he uh, kicked the ball dead. And that's not like him, you know what I mean? A couple of bad reads in defence where a couple of players just, you know... Yeah, it. well, it was, it was turnstiles at one stage, wasn't it? So for all the good things we do say about the Roosters, we love the Roosters. It's, it's also Absolutely. good, you know, if, if they do have a bit of an off night, which I think they did have. I thought they did have a really off night, to tell you the truth. And, and I know that that forward pass, 
you know, we didn't think was forward and could have given us a game. But I still, even if we had got away with it, I still don't think, I think it was one of our worst performances of the year. No, you're right, Andrew. I think we completed it at around about 70%. And you're just not going to win football matches with that completion rate. So plenty of work for Trent Robinson and the team this week. Look, I know in the press conference, he said, we'll own it, we move forward. And, and that's the beauty of rugby league. It's hard to stay up week in, week out. Let's not forget we had a really tough game against Melbourne, which once again, we're unlucky to, to get beat. But we've had pretty hard games, I would say, going back to as far as the Dragons. So but the boys have been up for a while. Injuries aren't helping. Unfortunately, Angus Crichton went off with a medial ligament injury and he's going to be out for some time. So we are getting down on troops, but that's not an excuse. Trent Robinson always says that they pick the squad and they're expected to do the job and uh, we'll find out if that's the case this week. That's right, mate. And what, you know, one thing I did notice was how much we do miss Victor Radley in the middle. Like, I feel like he's that, just that, that third playmaker that we've got through the middle. And, you know, whilst Nat Butcher's doing a great job and... Well, he didn't play last week. Yeah, I know, yeah. but they're all doing a great job in the middle filling in for him. We're really missing him. We're just really missing that other ball-playing option, yeah. you know, through the middle. Look, I've got to say... Some of the upside. Luke Kerry was exceptional. Just the way he's he's playing both sides of the ruck and, you know, steering traffic. Um, you know, of course, he will make the New South Wales team, barring injury. Touch wood, touch yep. wood. Uh, also, the Morris brothers. Once again, Brett Morris crossing the stripe twice. Uh, unlucky not to score uh, another try. And Matty Cavalu, who we had on last week's show, he, he bagged one try and was very unlucky not to make an, a, a double. Tell me about the Morris boys, mate. So they're... They, they were originally coming here just to have a swan song for a year. Yep. There's talk now about them going around again, and I think the Roosters will be mad not to offer them a deal. Well, we spoke to Brett Morris, uh, as you're well aware, a few weeks ago, and I thought after the off the back of the interview that there was a little bit of an appetite to go around one more season. I think, barring any injuries, I think, um, well, fingers crossed that they will, and why wouldn't they? On that point, talking about um, some, some players, the news has just broken that Toronto Wolfpack pulled out of the, the Super League in the ah, UK. Ah, Sonny Bill. And there's a few journalists around uh, trying to create a story whereby maybe Sonny Bill may return to the Roosters. I can tell you hand on heart, we've heard nothing here at Roosters Radio, but uh, wouldn't that make for a good story? Well, mate, we can get the ball rolling on that one, mate. We can get the rumour mill into overdrive and we can uh, put it up on our Roosters Radio and we can see what the fans think because, uh, you know, gauging on how we, how we went and the attitude he brought to the club, I'd love to have him again go around for a season. I, th- I don't think fitness would be an issue. No, I don't think so. I think uh, he's a and, supreme athlete, mate. Absolutely. And look, it's no secret he has a great supporter in Nick Politis on the board. So watch this space. Now, listen, Silk, there's one other thing I want to talk to you about. We're talking about Ikevalu being on a, on a tear, you know, the Morris brothers want him back. Poor old Ryan Hall. Now, let's, let's talk about that. He's a, he was a prolific try scorer over in England, yep. tests at, at a club level. I think he scored like 236 tries. Mate, or what, what's happening? He can't get over the stripe. Well, I suppose the week that he played on the left side, they scored five tries or six tries on the right. So I know when we spoke to Matty Cavalu last week, he actually had a word to him, you know, midway through the second half. And they said, come on, mate, please, please come down this side. So <laughs> I'll tell you just, what, a, the, just a good player out of luck, I guess. The joint's going to erupt when he gets over. How, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be, they're going to cheer him off. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> now, Shooter, just away from, from rugby league for a minute, I just want to make a, a quick announcement, of course, good mate of ours, great supporter of Roosters Radio uh, and a former board member, Dave Gingell, uh, affectionately known as Ginge, uh, had a heart attack uh, last week or had a heart yes. heart scare. And uh, I know I speak for not only the people of the eastern suburbs who uh, all know and love Ginge, but, uh, you know, the Roosters fans uh, in wishing him a speedy recovery. You actually spoke to him? I spoke to him, yeah. So he was, you know, he was pretty, very, very lucky. He was training on the beach up at Byron Bay with Pat Rafter, actually. They were having a, having a run and he's, he's always been 
a very fit bloke, Gin. So he, he obviously, you know, thought that everything was okay. But um, yeah, he had a ninety percent blockage. So he's had some stents put in, mate. He's on some medication and he's back up and running. So he got a bit of a scare, but mate, pretty hard to knock him down, mate. Yeah, that's right. You're on Roosters Radio, and we'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Roosters Radio. And the players uh, have a bit of a week off this week, Shooter, so we're going to leave them alone this week. And I did put a message out to the Roosters Radio faithful. I wanted to ask them who of our past players they'd like to hear from from our, our retro Roosters. And there's some great names. Uh, Gary Cooks mentioned Slippery Morris. I think he would be good to get on the show. Uh, Adam Cant has got a couple of ones from when I was a ball boy. Wayne Marshall, Rocket Rod Silver, Jeff Orford, local junior, Dennis Beecroft. Um Another one for Wayne Marshall from Kane Hay, a oh, good a mate of yours. Work mate of mine, great bloke Kane Hay, and uh, great and bloke Wayne Marshall too. He never forgets the name, Wayne Marshall. I, I remember when I first met him in the, in the pub at Charing Cross, there was about 10 of the boys there and we were just supporters, you know, getting out there and watching. And I think we saw him about a month later, he walked in the pub, we were all there, he, met, he remembered every yeah, single right. one of our names. That's one thing I really remembered about him, you know. I know he was a Queenslander, so uh, I think we might look, try and we'll try and track him down. Karen Johns has got a couple, Brendan Hall, Johnny Brass, Stumpy Stevens. Horry Hastings and Barry Riley. Look, Bunny has been unwell, but I tell you who I have put the feelers out for is Johnny Brass. Played uh, oh, dual yes. international, yep. played in seventy four, seventy five, and I would love to uh, hear from Johnny Brass and maybe he could share a couple of stories about uh, the late Mark Harris who passed away earlier this year. Yes, absolutely, Matt. He was a great one of the all time greats. Here is another interesting one. Shane Flegg mentions. Uh, now I remember him in nineteen eighty three when Laurie Fry was coaching the great Rambo Ronnie Gibbs. I think he came across as a centre. Came across the centre, man. I've got another little story about Ronnie Gibbs. He was actually at the doorman down at the Edge nightclub down at Coogee yeah. while he was playing for the Roosters. And we used to terrorise down there, you know, and he used to just grab us by the ear and drag us out. But he actually, and then we'd see him at the game and he'd always run over to the fence at the sports ground after yep. the game and say hello to us. And, you know, when we there'd be a big lineup outside the nightclub, he'd always yeah, usher right. us in first, but he'd always be dragging us out by the ear <laughs> at the end of the night. I believe he works, he's back out in the bush and working with Indigenous communities and people who know him reckon he could still play today. Mate, he, he was one of those blokes too that when, when he was on the field, you'd look at him, he was an absolute lunatic. you go, this bloke should be in jail. Yeah. But when, off the field, he was as calm and most polite and humble man you'd ever, you could ever meet. You know, So it was great. As, you know, some of those players, you get a, a, an opinion of them by the way they play, yeah. but they're nothing like that off the field. Well, speaking of lunatics, Dino's Daniel has got one, Terry Regan. Remember Terry Regan ended up playing at the Raiders. Uh, I actually saw him at the races at Wyong one day and uh, – he still looks quite mad. Ryan Ashford, old Apple Corps, oh, as uh, he suggested Martin Afire. And I reckon we could get Martin Afire. He's quite active on Twitter, so I wouldn't mind having a chat to him. Uh, big Tommy McCarvel, the Yak, Peter Cusack. I don't know what he's up to these days. Some good names here. Let's go back to Martin Afire. Tell me something. Is it, do, I, do I remember, was there a match race with a, uh, another? The Greyhound, wasn't it? Didn't he have a match race with Shane Werrett? He was, in, he was oh, another rooster? Was I he? can't remember, but I, I remember he did some form of match race. Yeah, I think he did. I think he did. And what about you? And what about you, Shooter? You got a couple of people mate, you want to uh, mention? Kurt Sherlock. Kurt Sherlock comes to mind, mate. Yeah, Julian International. The Julian International with it, with a great mode. Uh, obviously Brendan Hall as well. Loved. Uh, what about Mickey Delroy out in the wing there for yeah. the Roosters? Well, we had Brendan Hall on last year, and we had a great chat with him. It was actually one of our most downloaded shows. So uh, Terry Hermanson and Salvo, the the bookends. Yeah, in well, the, in we the had front Se- row Salvo's another guest we had, but uh, yeah, keep them coming. And look, we might put a poll out to uh, on Roosters Radio. We'll pick maybe five out of that group. And uh, we'll we'll try and get a couple of those players on. And those five players, any questions that listeners might have, we'll uh, put it to them. Absolutely. Well, you're on Roosters Radio. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Roosters Radio. Well, Silky, 
it'd be remiss of me not to not to mention with all the dramas with COVID going on at the moment that it's, it's really affected the junior league and a lot of other sports around the country. But I just want to give a shout out to the junior rugby league because they've actually got their comp up and running. They had their first yep. first game this weekend down at Waverley Oval. All the kids from the under fives, you know, right through the minis mods, right through to my young boy in the fifteens, uh, up to the A grade who who are playing as well. Some areas pulled the pin, put in the two hard basket, and you know it's really affected the kids. The kids really wanted to play, and I know we've it's been the times have been depressing enough as it is. So it's good for the parents, and a lot of them have lost their jobs to see the kids running around again. So it's good to see a common sense approach to the areas that haven't been as badly affected by COVID because this could carry on for years. And it was just really good to see the kids out there playing, the smiles on their faces. But the Roosters did it better than anyone, I believe, down at Waverley Oval. All the kids had a ball. Well, that's great news. Also, want to give a quick mention of the Central Coast Roosters, our Roosters women's team. They had a big win over the Bulldogs there last weekend. The team's filled with stars, uh, and they're on top of the table, so they've only played the one game, so congratulations to them. Now, shoot moving on to this week's match. It's the Roosters taking on the Warriors up there at Gosford on Saturday afternoon. And look, if you're a, a rugby league fan, you've got to feel sorry for the Warriors. There's a lot going on there. I uh, believe there's some players probably going to be going home this week. So prior to the match, how do you see it? Well, four of their better players too. So that's really the last thing they needed. But, you know, obviously some of them, some of the players just aren't handling it. As well. Look, I think look, we haven't seen the team starting list come yeah, out they, yet. Yeah, they haven't come Robbo's, yet. Robbo's a chance of maybe resting a couple for this game because I really think the Roosters could put a massive score on it. It's, 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 you know, not good for the Warriors. But I think after last week's loss to Canberra, I think this could be cricket score. Yeah. Yeah, look, I feel sorry for their coach, Toddy Payton. Uh, had a great association with a lot of roosters back in the mini and Mick Crocker days. They all used to live together down yep. in Bondi yep. as a champion bloke. And, you know, to see him and that team going through what they what they are right at the moment, it'd be hard to be so far removed from uh, your family. You, you can't help but feel sorry for them. And, right. But having said that, I, I do think uh, they're ripe for the... <laughs> Right for, the, for the taking. And this is a chance for the for the Roosters to get a few things right too. A few of the mistakes they made last week, this is just a chance for them to correct those mistakes. But look, I, I think it's going to be a, you know, well, I don't know what the crowd's going to be like up there. I don't suppose there's going to be too many Warriors fans out there, but I think it'll be a, it'll be a chance for the Roosters to have a crack. Well, let me put you on the spot, Shooter. Can you give us a score prediction? Mate, last year when you uh, give me a few chances of that, I, I came through with the goods. So I'm saying 50-0. Uh, 50 nil. Rounding it off to 50 nil. I don't think the Warriors can get over the line. Wow. You heard it here first. I'm not that brazen to throw away a 50 nil scoreline, but I do think it'll be somewhere in the vicinity of 42 to 12. How about that? 42 to 12. I like that too, mate. I like it too. I'm just going for the jugular. <laughs> well, Shooter, it's been great having you in here, and it's always uh, refreshing to get your insights on all the things red, white, and blue. Hopefully, Bush and Bells will be back on deck next week. They're uh, still uh, getting treated by physios. Have I got the full support of the board? You always do, mate. Always <laughs> do. It's good to be here. Thanks for having us back. Now, Shooter, before we go tonight, just a quick shout-out to the Sydney Roosters Diehards group on Facebook. Great supporters, not only of Roosters Radio, but of the Roosters as well. 7,000 members strong and always looking for more Roosters to join them in the conversation. So head over to Facebook, Sydney Roosters Diehards, and uh, join the group. Well, that's it for this episode of Roosters Radio. East to win.